Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Scott or something? I don't. I don't. No, 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 no. It's like a pretend Bart Scott. You know how the internet is key. You know I just love Twitter. I don't. I don't pay attention. I, to it. I get to get my information from the internet from you. So I thought this was Bart Scott. He like, forms no, all his opinions by, way, so by the, reading Twitter. The, the, the tweet yeah, is from, right? the, the tweet is from somebody named Scott Bart, which is not Bart Scott. It's no. the flip flop name of it. Just a, a Dolphins fan. Oh, it looked fan. like Bart Scott. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's his evil twin, I think. Yeah, his evil twin, oh, Scott Bart. Okay. That would be his yeah, good twin. Bart's good Burner? twin, Scott Bart. So how Bart? do you – So, so <laughs> The bizarre universe, person, Scott Bart's never so, wrong. Just because I like messing with Key. Like we, Key and I go back – You don't mess with me. I, I know, but this is, like, this, is, what is this? this is what we do. By the way, yesterday, Key and I just going back and forth. Followers? Like nine like, Hours via text on our text chain. Nobody else even interrupts it. I'm just – and I going back and forth. Anyway, what people love to do is Scott Bart sent a Tua Tungvaloa – apology form mm. that he would like for Key to fill out mm-hmm. on national radio. Mm. Just, you know, openly apologizing for a lot of the Tua, you know, sp- you know so it says, it says not he could do it. And stuff the like media that. told me he was a bust. Am I supposed to check that? Yeah, that he, I, think, I think, yeah, he wants you to apologize for that, yes. I didn't actually watch the Dolphins games. Oh, I, that's a lie. <laughs> uh, that's why I said, that's, that's the thing, Yates, when he said media, I'm like, how does he want me to check this? I don't do listen you, to the media. Do you classify as media? Exactly. Yeah, you're, yeah, I'm you're jealous just, of Tua. Why would I be jealous of what, what does Tua have that I want? Nothing. Uh, just um, accuracy as a quarterback? I didn't watch Tua in college. <laughs> well, I went to several Alabama games when he was playing, but – you know, whatever. <laughs> but you know what the problem is? That would have been fine. He he went too far because the one you could have, the box he sent to check to apologize was like he's a future first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, everyone has to calm down. Tua, I think. Oh, what? you mean at the bottom? Yeah, at yeah, the yeah. bottom. Yeah, I, Tua, that one I couldn't even. I didn't even read because it was. Tua it, has it, a chance to make sense. Yeah, Tua, it. at this moment, I think it's not too much of a stretch to say he has a chance to be a good quarterback. Now let's see what happens. They yeah, set him up a with good, a great he's situation. He's a good quarterback because he's in the National Football League already. He's yeah. already a good no, quarterback. No, but I mean by NFL good standards. Good get them where they're trying standards. to go. Good is not going to we'll get them where they're trying to go. We got to be we shall be good. See. We shall see. You know? I mean, so let's talk about a guy who I think has potential greatness, okay? This is a guy I wanted the Giants to, to draft, actually, even though they already had Daniel Jones. I don't mean Justin Herbert. Yes, that would have been awesome. <laughs> Justin Fields. There's multiple Another people Justin. we should have drafted. Jeez. Justin Fields, and boy, did Dan Orlovsky give me stuff for this. Oh, you already have a quarterback. I'm like, yeah, I get it, but I don't think Daniel Jones could be great. I don't know if Justin Fields can be either, but if you look, you think maybe it could happen, right? There's a potential there. Key, you think – do you think the Bengals – let me ask a question. Do you think the, Beng- the Bears are what the Bengals were before they turned the corner last season? In other words, you introduce a special kind of quarterback, and, and they're not really winning a lot yet, but they're right there. Is that where the Bears are right now with, 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 with uh, Justin Fields? They, I think next year, the year after, will be their year. I think when they, they, it, with Justin Fields, once they put some more players around him, he has some unique abilities that a lot of guys don't have in the National Football League at his position. He can get out of harm's way. He makes throws sometimes where you're like, wow, how was he able to do that? He's got some unique characteristics that you just don't see in the quarterback position in the National Football League. And I think they know this, and they're not ahead of schedule quite like Cincinnati was, but it's kind of the same thing they found there. Future quarterback, just like Cincinnati has, in Joe Burrow, I think they have in Justin Fields. 
and is he's only going to get better as he continues to play. Can I? My only thing is that watching that game last night, I have Ryan Pohl's voice in my head that says, "Take back the North," and an opportunity against the Packers. And I get that the the ground game with David Montgomery is special, but like watching the creativity of Luke Getzey in the first half, the OC for the Bears, and the way they allowed Justin Fields to play. Why not continue that? Like, why not allow him to actually make some attempts to make plays, Key? He only threw the ball 11 times. I get the commitment to the run game, but even when you get down to a certain point, like, let him start slinging it a little bit. I don't know why they they hold him back. They don't think he's ready, right? Well, it may not be him. It could be they didn't feel good about the, the, the Kenny Clarks of the world on the Green Bay Packers defensive line. Rashawn Gary's of the world going up against their offensive line, so they felt like the better matchup was running the football rather than having their quarterback drop back 25, 30 times trying to unleash it with the receivers that they have going up against the DBs that Green Bay has. I mean, you gotta you got to hedge your bet in certain situations when you're a coordinator, and you got to know what your strengths and your weaknesses are and what's the best matchups, all of those sort of things. And look, the Bears were hanging around for quite some time, and Green Bay just eventually Aaron Rodgers then pulled away. But, I mean, they trailed 24-7 to at the half, right? So, I mean, the defense held up in the second half way better than they did in the first. I understand that. But, but in order to get back in the game, Key, you gotta, you got to let your quarterback go, especially when you're down. I mean, yeah. it, it goes back into the same thing we talked about the Jets. Everybody's like, well, why did Joe Flacco throw the ball 59 times? Well, they were down a lot of points. you got to get back in the game. But yet they stuck with the game plan that wasn't conducive to them actually getting back in the game. That's, that was my only problem yesterday. Yeah, but 24-7 is not a big stretch, Jay. That could disappear like that. So if you stay doing what you felt that you were doing, worked out, and you were comfortable, eventually you look at it and you go, well, you know, 11 minutes left in the game. We're down by two scores, a field goal, and a touchdown. We right back in it. That's how coaches look at it. They don't get into the situation where all of a sudden – they start panicking and got to throw the football all over the place. When you abandon too early, that's when you get run out of the building. You know, it's interesting. I, we see it with Trey Lance, who was always considered more of a long-term project than Justin Fields. But the difference between Trey Lance and Garoppolo, really, to me, is Garoppolo reads defenses quickly and gets rid of the ball quickly. If Justin Fields gets that, he's a superstar because he has the other stuff that other people don't have. He has to read the defense to Miki more quickly, get rid of the ball quickly. And once he demonstrates the ability to do that a little more, a little more, I think they will call that number, Jay, a little more, right? Like they need to – they're not having him pass it a whole lot because he's not at that stage of his career yet. This, I mean, is, this is an evaluation period for this entire team. Uh, the Chicago Bears, they, they had a nice muddy victory against the 49ers a week ago. They go into Lambeau, which was going to be tough because Green Bay is going to fight back based on their loss against Minnesota. They don't want to go 0-2 in the division. Now they're 1-1. They're right there. And now you look at them and you say to yourself, okay, the Bears gave away the game or the Bears didn't play the way they should have played. No, they played the way they were supposed to play. They really did. That's what you expect from Chicago against Green Bay. It wasn't a runaway. They didn't run away with it. Green Bay didn't just blow them out the building. They was it was a it was a close game, even though the score in the end didn't indicate it. It just felt like the offense lacks explosivity, and I get that with lack of personnel. But they were behind the sticks most of the night. There were a lot of drops, there were a lot of misassignments, penalties. 
Like, and I think the combination of all that, it just there's a lot of room for growth, but you still feel like they could have been a little bit different if they had chosen to with Justin Fields. Is the honeymoon already over for Russell Wilson in Denver? Ooh. Or, okay. or now that the ceremony's been had for the Queen, can he get back to concentrating? Oh, and, my goodness. Well, Jay, I, just, you tell I know us, that Jay. they had the ceremony for the Queen. It's still he, key. Tell us, is it over, Jay? I think, I, think, I, think, I think he needs to move past it emotionally, Jay. And once he does, yeah. then I think he can really take off this season. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. It's time for the no-huddle offense. All right, guys, the Patriots rely on defense to edge the Steelers 17-14. Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky threw for 168 yards with a touchdown and an interception in the loss. Here is Steelers quarterback for now, Mitch Trubisky. We can be better at everything. I can be better with decision-making. Um, we had some missed opportunities. I said missed throws. We had a couple we weren't on the same page. Um, and bottom line, we got to score more points. Key, is it time for the Steelers to bench Mitch Trubisky? All this is already two weeks deep into this season for Kenny Pickett. Deep, two weeks deep into the season, Key. No, not at all. I don't think that Mitch Trubisky's going to lose his job this year at all. I think when you look at the situation, he beat the Cincinnati Bengals. He ran up on a team in the New England Patriots that, for whatever reason, New England has, and Bill Belichick has Mike Tomlin's number. Uh, Mike Tomlin struggled to beat Bill Belichick in the past, and it happened again. And Vegas got it right. I think going into this game, uh, they were a two to two and a half point favorite, and they still came out beating them by two points, I believe. Mm-hmm. 
So the reason is because their O-line for Pittsburgh has been overpowered two games in a row now. They were against Cincy and they were against the Pats. And I really do think that the Steelers need to get back to that physicality style in which they play. Najee Harris, they need to get back to running the ball more. Obviously coming off that high, that foot sprain, high ankle sprain, whatever the hell you want to call it. But getting him the ball, letting him pipe the ball, run it more, that's what they need to get back more to. They beat him by three, actually, 14-17. Russell Wilson deal. Right. Two and a hook. And two and a hook. Listen, he's an experienced uh, gambler. You know. Russell Wilson led a sloppy Broncos team past the Texans. Boy, it's, it's amazing when you have a competitive coach as the Texans now have. How they're in the game, right? Like, it's not that hard. So anyway, the Broncos beat the Texans 16-9. to Broncos fans booed head coach Nathaniel Hackett mockingly countdown play uh mockingly countdown play clock Shannon what is my I'm trying to figure out what this means mockingly countdown play mockingly clock. don't worry about it Mac just move on Show Wilson finished 14 of 31 <laughs> for 219 yards with one TD and an interception here is Russell Wilson after the game Jay oh this is a touchdown highlight, huh? Yeah. Well, Wilson takes the snap. Play action. He lofts it over the middle to Sauber. Touchdown! Touchdown, Broncos! 22-yard pitch and catch from Wilson to the tight end, Sauber. And the Broncos take the lead 12-9 here in the fourth quarter. So that wasn't after the game, Jay. That would be ridiculous. It's clearly during the game that <laughs> Russell Wilson did. If he did that after the game, it wouldn't even count. Is the honeymoon already over for Russell Wilson in Denver, Jay? Uh, I mean, look, was it a great offensive performance? No. I mean, I will tell you I love watching Pookie run the ball, though, and Javante Williams. He's special. But th- this drive, this 22-yard drive that they had with Sauber, I mean, this, this is a game-winning drive. And sometimes your wins aren't going to be pretty, but you got the job done. Hopefully the offense can build upon this win. Key? The honeymoon is over for Russell Wilson. I think when you start getting fans booing your offense at your home games and booing the head coach and and mockingly doing things as as <laughs> whatever that means, it, it it turns into a situation where you spent a lot of money on a guy, you gave up a lot to go get him. It was Super Bowl bust in the in the Denver Broncos fans' minds, and I think when you're Texans, a team that is re, totally rebuilding. I mean, they're like a, fra- a a new franchise coming into the National Football League, and it took you a miracle at the end of the game to pull it off. It is certainly honeymoon period is over. Max, the problem that makes it the honeymoon period being over, 25 penalties in two games. It just it makes it feel like Hackett and Wilson aren't prepared for what they're going into. That's the problem. I think Russell Wilson's going to be fine. It's going to be a slow build. It's a new situation. Rookie head coach, rookie OC, first year the quarterbacks with the team. Very high expectations. Nice roster, but maybe a little bit overstated how good the roster is. Key, I thought all along this is like a nine-win team, and I still think it's like a yeah, nine-win team. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're fine. Jay knows, you know, Jay talks <laughs> to him a little bit. There you knows go. kind of what Russell <laughs> and him and, you know, everybody hangs out together. So ask Jay about Russell Wilson. <laughs> You know. So I just give you insight. There you go. His buddy. Byron Murphy <laughs> Jr.'s 59-yard overtime fumble return ends the Cardinals' 
win over Las Vegas Raiders. Kyler Murray scrambling or scrambled for a three-yard touchdown on the final snap of regulation before before hitting A.J. Green for the tying two-point conversion. Here is Kyler, and this time it really is after the game. At some point, you know, enough is enough. It was just... Um, it, it, again, it's not about the you know, the toughness and, and how hard we play. That's that's never in question. It's just about executing, um, playing faster, getting you know getting our tempo going. And uh, I, I think you could tell a difference first half, second half. Those guys, those guys definitely got tired. They definitely got tired. They were winded. Um, you know, pass rush slowed down a little bit. Obviously, uh, they got two bookends over there, uh, great players over there. But um, when you're tired, you're not getting pass rush. You're playing zone. It's you know for for us that's. You know, it's a recipe for success. So it was, it was, it ended up, you know, working out. <laughs> Key, you hate short people. And yet, even you, <laughs> even you, with all your prejudices against the short, uh, had to admit that Kyler looked really good yesterday. What did he prove, do you think, in the, in the comeback win? And he and the Cardinals? I don't think he proved anything. He doesn't have to prove anything. He's a great player. That's why they paid him a hundred and whatever million dollars of guaranteed money. I think the Cardinals as a whole, though, they've got a lot of work ahead of them. It's not about DeAndre Hopkins being out of the game. It's about figuring out how to keep Hollywood Brown engaged in the game, trying to figure out how to run the football on a consistent basis and play solid and sound defense. The Raiders lost this game, okay? they, they The Raiders completely lost the game. They botched it. I like Kyler Murray and what he's been able to do in the National Football League. I take nothing away from that. The Arizona Cardinals, though, that's a different story as a team. Uh, look, I'll say this. It, it was a tale of two halves. You saw Kyler Murray. Kyler, God, jeez. Kyler Murray. Kyler, you saw Kyler Murray magic in the second half. I mean, he threw for 223 yards in the second half, right? Mm-hmm. So, and he rushed for, like, I want to say 28 or 30 yards. So, just a dichotomy between the performances. And he had to take over the game. And I think you saw him do that down the stretch. And their defense got it done in overtime. It's a good win. Um, I think it's an excellent win because he showed the magic he had early in the last couple seasons without DeAndre Hopkins there, right? That's a big statement for me against a team who on paper at least is good, and he did it when he needed to do it. I'm, but the only thing Kyler really has left to prove is to do it in the second half. Let me see him not wear down in the second half. I know he can do this type of thing. We've seen it before. Can he stay yeah, strong all season? You can't win all you, – you can't rely on Kyler Murray to do this every single game. It yeah, just, but it, in the second half of the season, you've got to do it a couple times, right? When yeah, it but counts. you can't you, – you, he's been able to do certain things and magical things. He's just got to stay healthy. Health has been his biggest issue second yeah. half of the season because he gets beat up in early on in the season, and then he tries to carry it into the second half of the season. By the end, he falls completely apart. Anybody want to talk about the Raiders? No? Okay. 0-2? No? Okay. We'll move on. I, I, I thought the Raiders were 4 out of 4 in that division, but I still think they could win the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> like, I thought, like, they, you know, I thought they were the third team in the division, and, and I still think they're the third team in the division. Right. They right. let that get away. Un, you know, who fumbles the ball and scoop and score? And no, no one does Hard that to no win time. without an O-line. Yeah, like, Hard to win without an O-line in a secondary. And, like, to do that, you need a quarterback – who, like, if you had – Derek Carr is a nice quarterback. He ain't Patrick Mahomes. Okay. If you want to overcome right. no O-line and no secondary, you better have Patrick Mahomes. Devontae Adams, two receptions, 12 yards. 12 yards. 12 yards. Let's talk about that for a Please? minute. Please? Okay. Ta- I'm, I'm just asking the question. I mean, as a guy who bet on that, I'll, I'll get into that later. I'm just that's what I'm the talking about. The questions Jay asks are related to money losses Always. and bets. Yes, yes. I told you that's all I care about. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. All right, listen. The Colts are reeling after an embarrassing loss to the Jags. Now, 
I kept asking Key, and I want to know, if you only get a third-round pick for your quarterback, doesn't that suggest the league doesn't think he's that good anymore? Here, and, and by the way, I don't worry about the regular season. If they get to the playoffs, Matt Ryan will be better than Carson Wentz, right? But can they get there? Here's Matt Ryan on fixing the turnover problems. Now I've got to do a great job of getting the ball out, you know, trying to understand. And, you know, we knew coming into it, it's a good pass rush team. Uh, understand the ball has to come out. And, you know, I've got to do my part that way. Um, and then, you know, make good decisions with the football, too, even when there is pressure. I mean, that's part of, of playing this position is, is being able to hang in there, make good decisions under duress. And, uh, you know, we turn the football over too much. Yeah, really. Are the Colts the most disappointing team so far this season? Yeah, I would probably say so because I thought that they got a major upgrade from Matt from Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan, and it hasn't worked out. They're zero two to start the season. That, with that being said, doesn't mean that this team won't find themselves winning the division. Uh, you just look at uh, where they've been and and how they've gotten there. It's a little interesting because Frank Reich, my former teammate, could be on the hot seat at some point in time throughout the season because this now is the second straight or the third straight quarterback that they've gone out and got that was a veteran guy, and it's just not, it's not paying off the way that they envisioned it to. Frank Wright is on the hot seat. He should be on the hot seat. I like him as a person, but the results speak for themselves. I sent this tweet out the other day. I said, remember that time the Colts were a quarterback away from contending for a Super Bowl? You thought you fixed it, went from Rivers to Wentz, and now you're here with Ryan. I thought Ryan maybe was the answer, but now you're telling me the first two games of the season, you tie to the Texans, and then you get blitzed by the Jags? You get blitzed by the Jags, and your quarterback, 195 yards, zero touchdowns, three interceptions. Okay. Yeah, the seat's hot. I, this the is what I hot. think. I don't think it should be hot, and let me tell you why. Okay. If Matt Ryan would have worked out, great. And maybe he will still. I think in, in crunch time he'll be better than Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz too. Philip Rivers too. Guys, you have to get to crunch wait, time. Wait, by there's the way, a FYI. reason that Philip. The reason is you had a franchise quarterback in Andrew Luck. He retired out of the blue. You now have to, but you're pretty good, so you don't have a great draft pick. You now have to. You now have to fix quarterback. And then when they did have a great draft pick, you know they they went out and get and got a, an offensive guard. Right? They got that's what that's what they wound up doing. They got what's his name? Uh, Quentin the, Nelson. Quentin Nelson. Right. Uh, who was available in that draft? Was that the Daniel Jones draft? I, it's so long ago. You know what I'm saying? No, it was the Saquon <laughs> Barkley draft. Right. So there was no great quarterback sitting for them there, waiting for them there. The point is, Matt Ryan is old as anything, and he's okay. Like, he can still do it maybe. Yeah, I thought he was better than Carson Wentz, though. Carson Wentz was, is, a, is a disaster. Like, I try, I've been trying. You know how I was wrong about Tom Brady's cliff? I was so right about Carson Wentz because I was watching him closely. He went backwards, down, down, down. He's, he's no good. I try to tell Dan Orlovsky. Dan Orlovsky actually eventually gave it up. He's like, all right, fine. I, you know, white He's going to win Super Bowl MVP yeah. this right, year. Right, 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 exactly. So that's the, that's the point. Yeah, they have the Philip Rivers, who is retired, Carson Wentz, who's no good, and Matt Ryan, who's a million years old. You're going to blame Frank Reich? They don't have a quarterback. There's no way around this. You're going to have to go out and develop a quarterback or what they really should have done is traded for Jimmy G. If they would have traded for Jimmy G, they'd be okay right now. I agree. So you have to find a quarterback. And by the way, Matt Ryan will have $18 of his $35 on the books for next year. So good luck with that. Are the 49ers better positioned to compete for the NFC West this season with the guy Indy should have gone out and gotten for peanuts, Jimmy G? That's coming up. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. 
Trey Lamb suffered a significant ankle injury today. He ended up breaking his ankle. It is expected to require surgery. Trey's on his back. And it's not good. He, he, he tried to get up, and then immediately you could see by his body language, there is an issue. That will likely end Trey Lance's season. That's Adam Schefter. Her sources. We were real happy about the win, but it was a little sombering once you get in the locker room. Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Go to the ESPN app. It's probably already on your phone. If not, go to the app store. It takes five seconds to download it. And you know, like, when you get to work and you can't take us out of the car with you, yes, you can. You go to the app. You click on the Listen Live feature. It's on the bottom right. Click on it and scroll down. Boom, you got Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max in your ears as you stroll into work with a big smile on your face, hanging out with your boys. All right. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN senior NFL reporter, is with us now. What's going on, Jeremy? Max, what's up, brother? How you doing? This is what doing doing well. Like, listen, waiting for you to spit that hot fire. That's right, Jeremy. I'm just waiting for the NFL to deliver an exciting weekend. <laughs> finally, like after all these yep. years, can the NFL ever come through? From I mean, every Man. week it's just so good. What's what is the impact of Trey Lance's injury, Jeremy? The impact is massive because it sets back a development plan that the 49ers had uh, for what they believe is their franchise quarterback. So now he's going to go into year three having just a few starts under his belt. You know, two this year, played minimal football last year as a rookie, and then, you know, he he obviously had the small sample size in college at North Dakota State. And so, you know, it's an issue. Um, Certainly he will make a full recovery from all that I've heard, you know, so he should be good to go next year if they, they plan to have him as the starter, which I think they will. Um, but it, it's, this is a guy who needed to play football. He needed the reps, and so it sets that back. I don't necessarily think it affects the 49ers as much because they're familiar with Jimmy Garoppolo. They know what he can do. The offense is a little bit less explosive. I think the ceiling was higher with Trey Lance and what they could do, but they'll also probably be more efficient with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, that offense didn't look good with Trey Lance at all, Jeremy. So I, I get everybody says he has a high ceiling and explosive and they can push the ball down yeah. the field. It looked totally different once Jimmy Garoppolo took over. It looked like the offense was in rhythm, in sync. They they started to do some stuff. What are you? What, what's the thought process you think? And I know he's coming back healthy next offseason. What will they do with Jimmy G, though? Will they try to keep him around again? Yeah, Key, I would be surprised just because of all they went through. You know, when you draft a quarterback third overall and you give up three first-round picks to get him, uh, the message is is sent very clearly. And, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is a a fascinating case study because he's been productive. And in that offense, uh, it's a lot of run-after-catch stuff. And Jimmy Garoppolo can, you know, hit you on a slant route and let you run up to the catch. You know, he can do those things. So he looks typically pretty good in that offense. Uh, And he's an accomplished quarterback, but yet when I talk to – People around the league, they're kind of like, well, what you saw this offseason with him having trouble being traded, and I know he had the shoulder surgery, but they're sort of saying that's indicative of, of how he's looked at in the NFL marketplace, not necessarily with popularity or him being known as fans or winning playoff games, but he's just not looked at as a coveted option that teams have to have. You know, you had Carolina, a few other teams that could have went and made a trade, and, and, and they didn't. So uh, I think what happens is this year he probably ends up playing pretty well, revives his market, and then he can go be a starter somewhere else where a team needs a, a solution, whether it's you know Carolina again or uh, maybe Seattle. Uh, some of those options. These teams are foolish, man. You think about. I, I'm just. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking at some teams like Indy 
Come on, man. Like, you can go get a reclamation project or an old guy or, or a guy who's already retired, or you can get a guy who lives in the NFC Championship game. Like, what are you doing? Anyway. Yeah. We're joined by Jeremy Fowler, ESPN <laughs> senior NFL reporter, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Let's go from the 49ers quarterback in the NFC West to a quarterback in the NFC North in Aaron Rodgers. Jeremy, he said yeah. that this team is just scratching the surface of what Aaron Jones can actually do. How much more is there to unlock for Jones, do you think? He's a top 10 running back. I mean, he's a guy that you can uh, get the ball to in space and between the tackles. So they're going to lean on him heavily. I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. That's really their identity right now uh, until they figure out more of the passing game, which Aaron Rodgers, the Packers are betting on him doing. Um, But they still need that sort of number one option that can get you 10 catches a game. Uh, Alan Lazard might be that. You know, he's not as electric as a Devontae Adams, but he's a guy that has a lot of trust from Aaron Rodgers. But right now, you know, this is a league of, you know, blue-chip elite talent. It usually starts there, right? Who's the guy you go to? And uh, who's the guy who's, you know, a top guy at the position? And Aaron Jones is that for the offense among the skill players. So he's just he's going to get the ball a lot. I think this is going to be a massive year for him. Aaron Rodgers wasn't pleased, Jeremy, with his performance against the Chicago Bears last night. What What is it that's not clicking for him? Like, what is it other than – I know people point to the receivers and say that they're young and all those sort of things, but I've watched him over the years develop young receivers and get a lot out of them. Why isn't it happening as fast as people want it to? Yeah, I'm betting by week eight or nine that that we're we're talking a a different tune a little bit. I I just think betting on the quarterback and betting on Green Bay's, you know, farm system, so to speak, the, the way they draft. I mean, the last two years, they spent a second, third, fourth rounder, on a receiver, one of those guys, I got to imagine, is going to pan out and become a thousand yard receiver eventually. Maybe it's not right now. Um, and Christian Watson, second round pick, is just, he was considered pretty raw when they drafted him. But I think long term, over the next year or two, you know, he's got the size, the speed, the ability they want. Romeo Dobbs is a young player they really like. Um, so some of that's going to shake out over time. It just hasn't developed yet. They, it's, it's pretty clear they just don't have that number one uh, option right now. And so. They haven't had a lot of time together, too. You know, Rodgers typically isn't around for a lot of the uh, the offseason stuff. So, I don't know. It could be. It, it certainly could be a talent issue at the end of the day, but I, I tend to think that by midseason they'll have at least some of that figured out. Jeremy, I, 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 yesterday was probably the most exciting day in the NFL I've, I've seen in a while. I mean, every game yeah. was crazy. I mean, the, the Jets, and, and, and then you talk about what happened with the Ravens and Miami. But Tua's performance, I mean, six touchdowns, 400-plus yards, what were your thoughts on his performance overall and that great 21-point comeback victory against the Ravens? Yeah, and then you get the Cardinals-Raiders game. It was crazy. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting there yelling at the screen with my son as we're watching it. But um, Tua, my first thought was that, like, this is a guy who was sort of due this moment. I mean, he for two years, he's had multiple injuries. He had a coaching staff that did not believe in him uh, very clearly. Had the whispers about how the Dolphins should have drafted Justin Herbert. Got the questions about the arm strength. And maybe some or, or a lot of that is valid, but um, you know the guy can still play, and he was still a top five pick for a reason. So, um, you know, the arm strength is always going to be what it is. He's not going to be the Josh Allen, seventy-five yards throwing a rope off one foot type of guy. That's just not who he is. But you saw the instincts. You saw him to be able to throw with rhythm and timing. But another thought was like Baltimore secondary. I don't know what happened. I mean, those guys could not have been more open. Um, you know, it was just crazy how open they were. So some of those throws, like most quarterbacks, need to hit. You know. Uh, but I give Tua a lot of credit 
you know, especially like in the red zone. I mean, he just got hot, you know, and, and he, he showed a little bit reminding people what he can do. That is Jeremy Fowler, uh, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN senior NFL reporter. Jeremy, thank you as always, and I'll be talking to you a little later today. Yes. Yeah, thanks, guys. Right. Appreciate it. Yes, on what show, uh, Key? This Just In. Get yes, up. handsome host at This Just In guy. Uh, guys, so Tua threw for almost 500 yards, 469 yards, and, and six TDs, but it was in the game that was over. There was no way they were going to win that game. Lamar was on fire. You're not going to win that game. So, Key, to me, that says a lot when you can win a game like that. And coming up, we need to know if it says a lot to Key because somehow, some way, when we were talking yesterday on the phone about today's show, during the games, we get, we get on a conference call, we get on a Zoom. He was not convinced it was a good game for Tua Tungavailoa. He will have to explain himself. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. To a shotgun, back to throw, looking, 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 steps up, fires, touchdown! Again. It's Waddle! Touchdown! Second half, we came in and, and played the way, way we wanted to. That's what I'd say about that. His sixth touchdown sixth pass touchdown of the, of the day. For all the hitters out there, man, who's saying Tua can't do this, can't be that, I really hope you soon jump on jump on his bandwagon, man. The Miami Dolphins. How about that? Yeah. And they beat the Ravens 42 to 38. What a football game. Tua gonna need a real bear after the season. The tote his money, his boatload of money. <laughs> Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Probably already on your phone. Go to the Listen Live feature, lower right. Click on it, scroll down, boom, you listen to us live. Take us right out of the car with you. 
Tua Tungavailoa threw for 469 yards with six TDs. But if you're under 6'2 and you're a quarterback, Key gives you credit for half the stats. So <laughs> it's, yeah, it's yeah. really more like 234 and a half one, yards with three That's TDs. That's a good one. I like the way you came up with that one. That one's actually funny. So, so Key. Yeah. I want to listen to. I want us to listen to social media, Max. (laughs) I want to listen to Tua at the post game presser. I want to listen to Tyreek at the post game presser with Kimberly Martin, and then I want you to tell the people what you told us last night when we're all on Zoom getting ready for today's show during the. We do it like during the late games, basically. Four thirty. Yeah, four thirty. Right at the end of the at the at the one o'clock games. And and you were not like we were all like oh that's Tua was good man and you weren't so sure first let's listen to Tua about uh, at the post game presser. I mean I would say I'm always you know confident in what I can do confident in myself, but you know I, I think that that just shows the resilience of, resiliency of our team. Um, it it brings all our confidence up, um, confidence in one another, confidence that if the offense has a t- turnover that the defense is going to get us the ball back and vice versa. Uh, so I, I think uh, you look at the big picture of it, um, you know, the, the confidence goes up for the team. And here is Tyreek Hill postgame with Kimberly Martin on to a silencing the doubters. What? When we spoke this week, you said everybody would see the type of quarterback Tua is. Right. Six touchdowns today. Who what has it? Yes, he had six. Oh, my God. That's lit, bro. Hey, for all the, you ain't even gotta ask me no question on that. For all the haters out there, man, who saying Tua can't do this, can't be that, you know, I really hope you soon jump on jump on his bandwagon, man. Because not only is Coach McDaniel's gonna need a real barrel, he also gonna need a Tua gonna need a real barrel after the season. The tote his money, his boatload of money, and also his Cocahones. Key, are you the hater Tell to, to whom he is? He is. Uh, Referring Tyreek Hill. Well, Tyreek no, Hill was, did he tweet was, Key. He did. He, he tweeted he did, the show in the past. That's right. Wanna, that's why I'm asking. For context purposes. That's all. I, I don't think he's talking to me because he would refer to my name. I know Tyreek Hill very well, well, and he would just mention my name. That's he, all. He quote he would, tweeted. He would say you. Keyshawn's a hater. He wouldn't run from it. He's probably just talking to everybody out there that questions what type of quarterback Tua is. And do I fall into that category with everybody else? Absolutely, Max. One hundred percent. And and I own it. Look, when I look at the situation, he won the football game. You can't take that away from him. He played great down the stretch for them. He delivered the football. But Lamar Jackson spotted him 28. Man, you're supposed to close that thing out on the defensive side of the ball. Reality is reality. You ask anybody that knows anything about the National Football League, they will tell you if somebody spots you a 28-point lead into the fourth quarter, you're supposed to close that thing out. You're not supposed to let these dudes hang around and play games Defensive secondary was looking at the back jerseys of those guys running away. They standing there looking in the air as the ball is in the air. Like, come on, man. Let's be honest. Key. What, they, like they set him up. From they the set, first quarter to the end of the game was just lights out? They set Tua up with two speedy receivers that seemed redundant mm-hmm. but actually are very hard to account for the both of them. They set him up love, right? But the fact is he took advantage. He beat Lamar Jet. Look, Lamar didn't have a running game other than him, right? They can't run the ball. They're yeah. set, they're, they had defense collapse. But when they needed him to, he came through and won the game in a game that looked like a surefire loss at a certain point. Absolutely. That's good, man. That's good. You can't – you, you got to say yeah, that's That's good, what I right? said. You can't take that away from him. You have to give him that. That's what happened. But it's not from the beginning of the game to the end of the game. You can't go through an entire season playing the way that Miami was playing and all of a sudden – in the last 
eight minutes of a game, you catch fire, and then everybody goes crazy. How many games do you think you can win that way? Jay, take us out of here. I know you're waiting. You're champing at the bit. Well, it's not about catching fire. It's more so about, look, this dude has risen to the challenge. And I get there are multiple ways you can look at a game. There are are ways that you can look at the game by saying, hey, the Ravens gave it away. Fine. You know, if the Ravens didn't want to play, their coverage, if they want to, you know, have single coverage on Tyreek Hill, if they want to sit back in the zone, that's their choices. Two and a company went out and they took the game. So all I'm saying is. Are they going to the Super Bowl, Jay? But, Key, I'm not talking about going to the Super Bowl. You always. You know what's really interesting about you, Key? You know what's really interesting about you, Key? That's all I want to know. You have a hard time giving Tua credit. You, sure? you really just do. It's like for credit. you, but no, you hold on, let me, let me finish. You're I literally for just you. gave him credit. You're a heightist. You're you, a heightist. You go to the point of saying, well, you can't win a Super Bowl with this guy. Like, okay, so you would have said that about Tom Brady when he first got to start off. I'm not saying He's that tall. Tom Brady is Tua. Tom Brady's tall. Brees, but there is something about a process it takes for a player, first He's off, to be tall. Tell him, by Key. the staff. He's tall. Tom Brady stands in the pocket nice and tall, right, Key? But damn, the, the staff has to believe in you first. Lost that wasn't the case. Mind. He's a fool, man. <laughs> I, I just asked a simple question. They like going to the Super Bowl. That's all I asked. But I'm, I'm it's not, not impossible. Believe, I don't think do, so, but it's not impossible. You, I'm not saying today, but it doesn't mean in a couple of years if they're building something special, why not? It's about the infrastructure, about the way the foundation looks. 469 yards and six TDs. If you can't say he was good today. It was good, Keyshawn. By the way, football is back in New York City. Robert Sala keeping receipts. Can the Giants contend? ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you are. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.